0: hello everyone welcome to god's internet church podcast episode number six i am your host pastor ron weaver i count it an honor and privilege to be here to share this podcast with you that what god has put on my heart to share with you to help a lost and dying world and to help christians that are suffering in this time uh, showing how god is there for him no matter if it seems like he's not Today on the podcast, we're going to be studying the Bible study on trusting God in the dark. Then we're going to have our prayer request segment. And there's been a few people added since last time we talked. Uh, My dad is still on there. My friend, who's like a brother to me, he's on there. And my cousin Margaret's on there. And it seems like there's somebody else and I, I got to rack my brain. But so we're going to be praying for these people later on in the pro- podcast. Then we're going to go to God teaching us in a different way segment. Um, it's called Angels at the Customer Service Counter. That's what we're going to be sharing there. And then we'll have our closing remarks Now I did say we're going to be having segments But the last few podcasts We've just been recording Straight through Um, And that's what we're going to do Because we're trying to get into the habit of having The podcast start on a Sunday morning It hasn't started yet Um, I'm also thinking about Doing A podcast A Bible study On Wednesdays Along with on God's internet church, you know, where people can watch me online or listen to the podcast. Um that way you know, God is using and doing what he needs done the way he wants. So let's go to prayer and ask God to help us with this podcast and bring us through it. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we ask you right now, Lord, to be with us as we do this podcast. We ask you, Lord, to let everything be done the way you want, not the way we want. Lord, let it all come to where you want it, Lord. Your words, your way, and what people get fed, Lord. And what people hear. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. You might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, (coughs) I find that a little puzzling with what people are hearing well you know I've sat in a church group now that as a pastor and as talking to people about the service and we're reflecting and some people got different points than I did and the reason that is because God speaks to us separately sometimes through the Holy Spirit God can cause us other people to hear something that maybe we can't we didn't hear okay but let me tell you something might have been said all the way through but God interpreted in our minds differently all right well we're going to start with our podcast with our Bible study trusting God in the dark and let me tell you something saints right now a lot of us Christians are living in dark times because of this pandemic and things going on it disrupt our life so interesting that it shut our churches down where we went to go pray about things and talk to people about things and listen to the preacher about things it shut down all of our social things that we could do at a church it shut down all kinds of things that you know but i think god was trying to teach us something and he's trying to teach this What if I wasn't in control of this world? And a lot of us Christians should think of that. What if I didn't have control over you to take care of you? Because this terrified me. And it terrified a lot of Christian people. Why? Because we didn't have... It appeared... It appeared we didn't have Jesus on our side in this. But we did. Because... This started podcasts to be more popular. It started online ministries to be more popular like I do. And it caused churches, some churches to break out of the old format and, and do new format and old format that guys, has been trying to probably talk to some of these pastors in the long run. But that's why we're, we're doing it out of the study book, 90 Days of Faith and Hope and Courage in a Changing Times. And of course, I'm not going through each one. Some of them I'm adding up and some of them I'm looking at the ones God's sleeping out at. I'm pretty much following through each one though. So we're gonna go into the days part of it, and we're gonna go to the book of Judges, and that's in the old testament. The book of Judges, chapter number six. The book of Judges chapter number 6 And we're going to look at verse 13 Alright Judges chapter number 6 Verse 13 And it says And Gideon said unto him O my Lord If the Lord be with us Why then is all this befalling on us And where be all his miracles Which our fathers told us Of saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Mennonites. Now at this time, Israel appears to be probably not living right the way we he God thinks the world should live. Now it asked the question in verse thirteen. Lord, if the Lord be with us, why has he all this befallen fallen on us? And you know, and a lot of Christians ask this question this year. Why have these things falling onto us? Why are we in these dark times? Well, if you look at America, especially in the last huh, year and a half you find out America's not living for God like it used to be. God's... it's kind of went from God we trust into trust what you think is right in your own understanding. I know that's kind of ouch in our thinking but that's just what is happening to America. And I believe God used this pandemic not only to shake the foundation of America But the foundation of the world. Because this thing went phenomenal. Phenomenon. It went through everything. It went global. And it went fast and it went hard. Am I saying that the Lord's punishing us? No. But what I'm thinking. That God is just trying to show us. What would happen if he's not in the picture. In the end times. I think he's trying to show nations. And I think he's trying to show. Hey I'm still here. But what's going to happen after I pick my people up. For the rapture. Who are you going to have to call on. Because let me tell you something saints. Even in Germany. I watched this show. Yes Hitler was against the Jews. And the Bible. But I noticed something on a show that I watched one time. And it was kind of based on the World War II. And it was a Christmas show. And. An American officer, a French officer, and a German officer, all got stranded in this cabin through the winter, through around Christmas time, with this family. And as this, then this family was Germans, and as they were getting ready to do Christmas, they all participated, and we all found out something, and the and other two officers found out something. They found out that as the music was playing it sounded like away in the manger but it was being sung in a different language let me tell you something saints God is in every nation of this world in some way some form in some way some form God has showed his light somehow am I saying that The Middle East people are sitting there Singing Christmas songs? No But Germany was But God has revealed his light The Bible says That no one will have excuse When the last days come Because everyone will know about God And Jesus And I believe God was putting the world This world of ours in a dark time Allowing this world to be In a dark time To show us We need Him. Because a lot of us even now, Christian and non-Christians, instead of going to God right away, we tried to fix things ourselves. And you know what? We can't do that. And you know, and the reality is, God did not forsake us. He's still there. And I believe God was still there during this time of this pandemic if we reached out to Him. He's still there and he still answered his prayers. He didn't give up on us. I just think he was just showing us. What would happen if I take the churches away. If the churches went away. What would happen if this or that. And a lot of people didn't like what they saw. A lot of Christians got mad. Because they couldn't go to services anymore. Some got scared to go. When they did go. Some both disobeyed the law. And opened up. Even when they wasn't supposed to. You know. You know. That's that's loyalty to Christ. But you know what? God also told us to follow the laws. And let me tell you something, saints. We're starting to come out of it now. A vaccine was made. People are taking it. Yes, there's talk of other areas spiking again. But you know, God is in control. And I think those areas that are spiking... Are ones that God is still trying to get attention to. Am I saying God is the cause of this pandemic? No. I just think God knew it was coming. God allowed it to hit. And do. To wake the world up. To him. Alright. And let me tell you something saints. God was showing the world through this pandemic. See God is all knowing. God knows the beginning to end of every life. Even sinner's life. And he knew that pandemic was going to be released somehow. Could have God stop stopped it? Yes. But God, de- God decided to use it to get our attention. And I think he's got the attention of the world. But unfortunately, not enough. And I think that's why some of this stuff is still going on. You know, I'm just being real with you. I'm not saying God's being a tyrant. No. I'm not saying God took your loved ones because of this. They did something wrong. No. Because I lost loved ones there in this pandemic. Okay? But let me tell you something, Saints. Why I'm saying he's trying to tell us we got to get back on the right track with him, especially here in America. We claim to build this nation in, on God's platform. Okay? We need to get back to it. And he's trying to shine his light to other areas that experienced the pandemic too. And let me tell you something. God is good and he's good all the time. He allows things to happen sometimes for a reason. And I just shared what... I shared, okay? Now, that was just the opening. Okay? But I still got the little thing they want to deal with. God's purpose are revealed and in His power display in the dark experience of our life. Basically what I just said. Okay? Anyone can be faithful in the good times, but standing in the night of the house of the Lord takes real commitment in other words in the dark times of our lives it challenges us to stay with the Lord because our human bodies wants the first thought is to run and flee and try to protect ourselves but we gotta learn to stand in the house of the Lord and stay with him When things come against us, we got to remember, we got to say this to us. Where I remain in God's house at night, love Him for who He is. No, I desire not to give. Amen. Knows, I desire the gift of givers. When can I remain? During the darkness of the night and worship. I accept Him. For himself alone when the Israeli faced their greatest challenge of the Red Sea the Bible says all that night the Lord drove the sea back Ezekiel fourteen twenty one, and that's when the Red Sea was parted from their enemies be encouraged God was working through you though you can't see him like the Israelis did but he's there he's there and me and my wife have had some financial setbacks in the last few years. And we had to live with people for quite a few years. But it's looking during that time, that dark times, that sometimes we wanted this despair. In the dark, God took care of us. And now it's coming to light, why? And in the end, God will bless us for it. And in the end, if you stay with Him, He will bless you for it. Hallelujah. we got to learn to trust God in our dark times. It's not in the good times. we got to trust Him in the bad times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible study is over. I just want to say one thing. I'm not saying God created this pandemic. No. just wanted to reiterate that I believe God all knowing knew it was coming he tried our God has a reason for what he does he allowed it to hit us the world as hard as it did because God could have spoken out of resistance but he's using it to bring us the world back to him and I believe it's a step into the last days when God's got to make when we got to make choice or God or not. And God gave us a glimpse of that time. Allowed us to see a glimpse of that time. Because it shut everything down. But you know what? That we hold true and dear. But you know what? God will bring us through in our dark times. We'll be right back. Oh yeah, we're not taking a commercial break. Now, I want to go to our Bible our, um, prayer request segment. And my dad, which we've been praying for here on the air, and I hope you've been praying off the air for, he has an aneurysm on his aorta. He did go see his doctor, yes, two days ago. And I haven't been on the air the last couple days because, um, I have no one to take over for me for the podcast, and two, we had some family things we had to do for my mother-in-law, um, business meetings we had to meet with, the power attorney in the family, the ones running things, and we had to take care of some business stuff, and and it took, you know, I had to take a day off from the church, online church, and I had to take a day off from the office a couple of times. Um, but we will be getting back to normal and staying normal Um, but when I found out my dad he um, the only thing was wrong his blood pressure was up a little high but everything seems to be okay so far and then my uh, friend Dan I don't know if I shared this yet on the podcast or not I think I shared it on the church uh, live church platform um my my friend Dan he's like a brother to me he's a former pat you know he's a pastor's son he won um, but we're like brothers and last weekend he suffered he's not this weekend the weekend before he suffered woke up in the middle of the night, I think he believed on Friday night, and he woke up with the pain, severe pain in his back of his neck, like he had before when he had a stroke and he had a bleed in the brain, but they took his breath pressure and it was too high so they had, he had to take a breath pressure pill to lower it then the next day I think he said about mid-afternoon um he almost bottomed out it was like 68 over 58 and he was like, he immediately went to bed, took what he needed to take. They called the doctor, the doctor wanted to come in but he kind of begged the doctor to let him stay home and you know, and drink a lot of fluids like the doctor wanted, they wanted to put fluids in him and, and let his wife take care of him because You know, it's hard for him being kind of, kind of, you know, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Um, so the doctor agreed, but then, but he wanted to see Dan in his office that Monday morning. Well, this was last Monday, not the one that we just went through. Now. Now. The doctor, he said it looked like everything went well, but he was sick with low blood pressure through Saturday afternoon through all day Sunday. And on when Monday when he woke up everything was back to normal. He went to the doctor, the doctor said everything appears to be fine, but he wanted him to go get a brain scan out of his brain to see if anything's bleeding or not. And this is what he wants us prayed for. I know there was two tests, he had to do a test sometime this week. I don't remember exactly what it was. But the brain test is next Thursday. Um, not this Thursday. But next Thursday. So we, we, we're going to pray for that brain test. And what's going on with that. And his body. And now I want to pray for. My cousin Margaret. Um, she's. Uh, lost her mom and dad. Her mom recently. And. She uh, is at a crossroads of what's going on, and, and I do understand what she's going through right now, um, and she's trying to figure out how she's going to survive because she lives where her mom and dad lives and she can't afford to live there. And I guess where she's going to live is worked out. But there's problems between the family because of things that happened and stuff there and they're taking care of her. And we need to pray her. I can't really go into the details on that. But we need to pray for that. Then there's a guy that lives in our neighborhood and he's a good friend of ours. And his name is Lloyd. I don't know his last name, but he's in stage 5 of cancer and he has no immune system left um bless his heart he still tries to walk his dogs everyday some days we see him and some days we don't but we need to pray for him then my bro- then my other friend who's like a brother to me and actually we call each other brother and, and um he's got some financial difficulties going on and that's all I'm going to say about that because you know he, he we don't need to know everything but we need God to step in there and then for me and my wife we got we made a decision and uh we got to make sure that it goes the way God wants so we're going to pray about that um I can't really go into a lot of details about that yet because the family business hasn't been already discussed and they don't really want it to anyone to know about it yet But we made me and my wife made the decision and we think it's the decision for the good. And I'll share you I'll tell you as we go. Okay, let's pray for these people. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day, and I ask you right now to be with my dad, James, Jim, Lord. I just ask you right now to reach down into his body. You are the great designer, you are the great architect, and you're the great healer, Lord. And lord we just ask you to touch this aneurysm and let it disappear or just don't let it grow and strengthen his in order lord and lord i'd ask you to be with my brother dan with this situation that he had with his blood pressure i just ask you let them get a hold of his blood pressure and take care of it lord jesus and i just ask you that when they go do the spring scan next thursday lord that. They won't find anything. Actually, maybe they'll find some things regenerating where things will be better for him. And Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret, Lord, this time of grief and this time of sorrow, and she's going through things that we're going through right now, going through the house, trying to get it cleaned up and, and do our daily stuff that we got to do commitments to. Just help her through this, Lord. Help her through this grieving, Lord, because she's taking it very hard. And Lord, I ask when she wherever she moves, Lord Jesus, let it be a blessing and not a hurting. And Lord, I ask you be with Lloyd, Lord Jesus, that lives on our street. I ask you to go down inside his body, Lord. I don't know if he's a Christian or not, Lord, but you do. I just ask you to go inside his body right now and fix what needs to be fixed, if it's your will. But if it's not your will, Lord, for him to live, we just you know maybe you're calling him home don't let it be a hurtful process let him go home peacefully but lord us on earth would like to keep him longer but lord we just ask you to be with my brother sean and his financial problems right now i just ask you to move by your spirit there give him the ideals he needs to fix them lord and do what he's got to do to keep things going and i ask you to be with me and my wife lord as we got these, we made the big decision, but as we got to make little decisions as coming up with this decision, just let us be united and let us be together on them. And Lord, we just ask you to let everything go the way it's supposed to. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Oh, hallelujah. God is good. He is here today. And we know that those requests are going to be answered. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, for the segment, before the closing remarks, I want to share a story with you called... Angels at a Customer Service Counter. Okay. And for some reason. Actually, I did read that already. Hold on. I did read that already. So, we're going to go to. Angels. That's right. I stopped reading and got the right one. Angels. A true story by Jeanette Gardner Littleton. And if for some reason we read it, that's okay because that means God wanted us to have it twice. Alright? This is a true story. I wanted to see an angel. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was right. Angels at the customer service counter. Sorry for the, inter- the mistakes. Um For the last For at least a month maybe longer My husband hasn't been himself He's quite a man One who keeps his concerns to himself Still something wasn't quite right About his daily fatigue And his silence as we traveled To his doctor's office And I was not prepared for the word He would speak As he returned to the, the waiting room And dropped down beside me He used the word cancer. He said only one word, but within seconds, my heart seemed to have stopped as my breath left my body. No, I whispered, pulling his hand into my lap. The doctor has to be mistaken. You're young, healthy, good. You take good care, care, babe. Scotty cupped my hands in his. I don't want you to worry. Not worry, my throat suddenly dried and frightened tears, I silently asked God, Where are you? Did he not understand my husband? Trust him? He's good, kind and loving. The doctor, a good one. Scotty says, sneezing my, squeezing my fingers and looking directly at me. I tell you everything he said. When we get to the truck, I nodded, expected he would tell me, what, that I would be losing this man I loved with my whole being for thirty years, that his life wouldn't be cut far too short and then I would be expecting to go without him? No, I whispered, "There there has to be some mistake. I said as hands to hand, he headed for the exit from a structure. From the structure that suddenly felt overheated and unfeeling. These people call themselves professionals, but they allow a man who never missed a regular checkup to come up with cancer? In the truck, Scotty wrapped, his, wrapped me in his arms. You need to stop worrying, babe, he said. This, is, this isn't this is nearly as big a deal as you thinking. As I was thinking on, or knowing, I read and heard things. I've been watching this man of mine slow down. He's sending me to the cancer center down the hall, Scotty said. He says they on top of the latest. They clearly explain what we need to do. We are belated what we're, we're supposed to do when annual checkups and helps eating and thinking every recommendation but vitamins. And prescription medicine for my husband. Diabetics has still allowed him to slip through some invisible crack. Scotty nodded. We'll just stop on our way to the truck and I'll make an appointment. No, said my head spinning as I erupted. These local local yokels should have been paying closer attention. I want you to see a real doctor in Seattle. I said please Scotty, please. A Montana position might be fine with it came to treatment a common cold or the shingles or but cancer babe you will just listen my husband was saying and I began to weep the medical people here know what they're what to do and I trust them well I don't Tried claiming myself calming myself down but I count on the doctor who only comes to our town to ski hunt, and fish we ended our discussion with okay. We'll talk about it at home and pray. Scotty said and I nodded because maybe he was right. Maybe these guys could do something. Maybe I thought until that evening. I thought until that evening when we sat quietly on the front porch. And my husband began to fill me in on the details. He heard ear- earlier that afternoon, but he just shared. They're sitting in a high grade, he said. And the audiologist added aggressive. He wants me to be- begin radiation right away. Right away, I wept, Scotty nodded. Daily, he said, my doctor already discussed his findings with the al- al- urologist here and that didn't and that did it if my husband wasn't going to take his health any more seriously than to have some cowboy see him then I would have to be the one I'm begging you Scotty please see a doctor in Seattle it took some doing but that night Scotty agreed to do as I had asked if it will make you feel better he said the very next week we got only made the necessary appointment but we were in an office at Seattle Cancer Center care center when I heard Scotty's new doctor say you know you were connected to the doctors right you where you live you get excellent care there so when minutes and without any additional suggestions from me it was decided that we would go back home and the daily radiations would begin but if anything happens to this man i whispered in my prayers time the following morning you just have to be watching father please i pray within days scotty was taking in for his first and second and third radiation treatments and on went the doctor were upbeat and the nurses who ministered the radiation were caring kind still I worried I didn't realize I wore my worry on my face until the morning I went with a long sobbing list to our local supermarket and a clerk we often share with spotted spotted me and wait for me to come to where she was working in customer service what's wrong she asked What's wrong? I began shaking my head really. Nothing except except what? Jack Jackie placed his her hand over mine. Um she's um she was saying it's my husband. I've been trying to not to cry. They told him that they had said he had cancer. Oh no, this oh no, this wonderfully Tying young woman had coming from behind her counter to where she stood and and what's his name she touched my trembling arm Scotty I said his name is Scotty and how does he he spelled that spell that I told her with a y and watching Jackie take out her ball pin and begin to write my husband's name into a in the palm of her hand God God got him, he was saying, in the palm of his hands. She smiled, and I will be praying. As she did, and how did I know she wasn't forgetting. Every time, every single time I entered the store and passed by Jackie's counter, she would raise her hand high and point towards the heaven. And then smiling, she would say, he's going to be okay. The cancer hit my husband five years ago. He wasn't, da- he wasn't daily to the cancer center for the four, fourth, forty-four prescribed resident treatments. And when those treatments had been compiled, I knew I needed to tell Jackie. They say he's cancer-free. I said, as far as they can tell. I added Jackie smile. He's going to be okay, she said, her eyes twinkling as mine filled with tears so had God placed Jackie a gentle encounter and caring prayer warrior in the, in my path. I have no doubt that his ex, exact and what he told did. I have no doubt when I see my hell and hearty husband coming from his doctor's office with a good report after each and every visit. I also have no doubt when I walk by the counter where Jackie is working and I see her lift her arm towards the heavens, our angels at the store, I whisper one afternoon as Scotty had placed our groceries into the cart, her cart and caught Jackie's eye as she served others at the customer service post. The angel I often t- tell others that God knew we needed. Oh, hallelujah. That almost makes me want to cry, saints. why? Because God knows when we need Him in our dark times. He has a plan. You just got to be like... You just got to be like... His husband's wife. And pray. And pray. And pray. And then you bring other people in to pray on it too. God has a plan. Don't give up when you get bad news. Because God can bring you through. Even through these bad times we're all going through. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I love how these podcasts have been going lately. i like to thank you for being part of this podcast today. I'd like to... You you to remember and listen and take these think on these things that God's told us about today and tomorrow we will be on regular podcast schedule I'll be here to share with you and um, and so join us tomorrow I ask you to consider these two stories knowing that God is with you in your dark hours And that's when he's going to make you stronger. Just trust him and let him help you. In Jesus name. Father we just ask you to help us with these two stories that were shared today. From the Bible and the true story. That you're what what we taught the Bible at work. Lord we just ask you help us apply these stories to our lives. And use it for your glory and live for them that way Lord that you're here in our good and bad times and we need to hold on to you. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. On that note, I'd like to thank you for watching God's Internet Church Podcast. I thank you for the outwarming people that's been watching. I just ask you, con- I'm listening, not watching. Continue listening. And uh, I say I got an online internet ministry too with God's internet church so that's why I get confused but I like to tell you to love one another, help one another, be safe with one another and be good to one another. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver your host saying see you next time for God's internet church tomorrow and God bless you.